We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ooh, another hour of the show. And then, you know, it could be your weekend right now. You could be leaving work. You could be getting home. Happy weekend to you. I'm Ryan Recker filling in for Tom Bowerly. And if you want to reach the show, we have another hour, 716-803-0930, 716-803-0930. We talked about so many different topics today. So if you want to bring some up, maybe you didn't have time to call in earlier, but you have time now. One person messaged me, are you done with that one topic when we were discussing the way churches handle this abortion case and President Joe Biden coming out and saying that the restrictions that Lindsey Graham was proposing, a 15-week after that, a ban on abortion. He said, not even my church is that restrictive. And I thought, wait, wait a minute, you go to Catholic church. How? Uh, what churches excuse abortion? I just, it, it boggled my mind. I've never heard that before. So if you wanted to call in on that, you could. We had a lot of people call in, but when we went to the break, that's just what happens. Sometimes callers drop off and I think, okay, I guess we're moving on. I, I wanted to bring up this one topic. Have you ever been somewhere and you had to pay with cash, but you didn't have cash? This topic was brought up earlier today. So sometimes there's topic ideas that are shared to the radio station. And this topic was there was an award ceremony last night in Buffalo, broadcaster awards. And apparently if you wanted to get a drink, it was cash only, no credit card. And people were looking around saying, I, wait a minute, I don't bring, who carries cash anymore? I've ran into a situation twice in the recent couple of months and I wanted to bring both of these situations and how I handled it. But have you been in a situation where you couldn't pay for something because it was cash only? What did you do? Or did you find out ahead of time you it saved yourself some embarrassment? Have you ever, ever gotten into trouble because of that? Uh, 716-803-0930 is the number. Tell me what happened. I want to hear that story. So here's two things that happened. We had a gift card to a restaurant, my wife and I, and we said, you know, it's our anniversary, let's go out, we'll use that gift card because then we won't feel bad ordering a bunch of stuff. Because if we have a 50 bucks on this gift card or whatever, we'll get the appetizer, we'll get a dessert, we'll just really enjoy it. I don't care what the price is. If it's a $40 steak, it's a $40 steak. If it's that's what I want, that's what I'm getting. So we eat this long meal. And it just so happens I know the owner of this restaurant. So he comes over and he starts talking to us. Oh, this is great. First time we've been out on a date in forever. Oh, man. It's, it's been oh, how long? Wow. Since we, before the kid. Yeah. It's been years since we've been on a date. So I'm telling him this, and he's so nice to us, and he leaves. So, okay, nice to see him again. We finish our meal. It had to have been close to a $100 meal between the two of us. I mean, we ate so good. The food was fantastic at Italian restaurant. And the waiter comes over and I said, okay, I think we're ready for the uh, check. And the waiter said, oh, no, no, no. They took care of it. The owner took care of it. I said, are you kidding me? The owner took care of it? That's awesome. Wow. I can't believe we had a gift card. So I look at my wife and I said, you know, since we don't have a bill, we're going to have to pay the tip in cash. And my wife and I, we looked at each other and said, we don't keep cash. So are we going to stiff the waiter? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? I, I don't want to look ungrateful. 
$100 tab, and we stiff the waiter of a tip? They'll put our face on the wall. We won't ever be allowed in there. And the owner is going to think, how dare he? After this, I, I, I paid his $100 bill. I told him not to be charged, and they won't even leave the waiter a tip. So my wife, like, dug through her purse. I'm like, let me run out to the car and see if I got any money. I'm looking around for cash anywhere. So we were able to scrounge together a tip and leave it. And I thought to myself, this could have been a disaster. I would have left and felt like the worst person ever. And I'm not a good tipper to begin with. I would have just felt terrible. Here's another situation where I actually stiffed a person on a tip. I went to a, it wasn't a press conference. It was more or less a gathering from nonprofit. And they invited me out there to meet some people. And I thought, oh, this is great. It went to an unfamiliar part of town. And I found out why it was unfamiliar. Because I am a shop at Aldi type of guy. I'm the type of guy that has bleach stains on my jeans because I'll use it when I work on the pool or I do the lawn. I'm the kind of guy that you would not call fancy, okay? So when this address popped up and I didn't recognize it, it was because it was in a fancy part of town. And I show up and it's valet parking. I have zero cash on me. And I look around, I say, well, I, I guess we're doing this. I stiffed the valet because I just didn't have anything to give them. That's what happens in a cashless, uh, 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 yeah, cashless society. People don't hold on to it anymore. So when you're expecting it, there's going to be moments like that. Uh, you ever got into trouble because you didn't have cash on you? I'm curious. 716-803-0930 is the number. And let's go to Frank, who's holding on line one. Welcome to WBEN. Yes. Hey, uh, Yes, uh, Ryan. Yes. Um, Robert Rapier from the Forbes, uh, he was talking to you about uh, oil and yes. energy. Yes, yes. Um, I just wanted to say that through Buffalo, New York, from Canada, there's trains that go all day long, every day of the week, from uh, the oil sands in the western part of Canada, which is the oil that they want to put in to the uh, Keystone Pipeline. So right. the Keystone Pipeline is not going to bring any more energy or any more oil supply really into the market. It's just going to take it from being transported in those black tankers cars that happen to actually go through Buffalo, New York, to Albany, New York, where they are unloaded into pipelines that go to New Jersey and then out through the rest of the country to refineries. So it and, and even well, if the Keystone Pipeline were finished tomorrow, it would not uh, add any uh, capacity. It's just going to change how it's transported. It it could possibly kick up a little bit if it's a little bit easier. But you know the the train companies are experts in transporting oil. They've been doing it for years. That's how we did it before, and they're still doing it now. And that's the oil that actually would go into the Keystone Pipeline. See, so everybody's no, saying that. I, you know. Frank, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, because if you have a pipeline, that means the flow is nonstop. And is whatever you put into it, it is able to meet that demand. There's a limited amount of product you can transport on a train, plus a limited amount of time to transport it. So I don't think Not that's correct. an equivalent. Not yeah. correct. And, you're you're no. incorrect on that. No, is so there, how is this train magical actually, train working when you have to restock and there's a trains. break? They've been, they've been doing it for decades. The oil sands have been going for decades in Canada. They, they degrade the environment in terrible ways. If you've ever seen pictures of it, they just keep like, mm -hmm. they just peel off the top of mountains and they just take the oil and they boil it in hot water and they remove the oil and they put it into tanker cars and it actually goes to Albany, New York and it gets dropped down into a pipeline. 
And I, uh, no, I just, I, well, excuse me, Frank. I just want to make sure I'm understanding you. Are you saying that if the Keystone pipeline were to open up, there would be no additional oil coming into the United States because everything's covered through train? Correct. The, the the entity that wants to build the pipeline is now using that the, the train cars to do it. Now you could say they could do both, but they probably would transfer the majority of what they were doing into the pipeline, or it would just be a, another way to get it there. But it's going to be the same capacity. They the the oil sands in Canada are running full full out. You know, they're, they're, the oil demand in the world is very high, and so they're not they're not curtailing production at the oil sands in Canada at all. Uh, in the way that they transport it, uh, people just don't bother to take notice, including people who live by the trains. But that that's what's on those black tanker cars is oil from Canada, and that's what's going to go into the pipeline. So it's not going to increase capacity. Biden did not go ahead, or anybody else did not change any of the capacity that's available. Uh, that way, that that was not. Everybody keeps talking about Biden energy independence. Trump did this. Biden did that. Well, hold on, hold on. No, no. Wait, well, so they were not doing this before, but they are doing it now. Is is what you're saying? After well, the Keystone doing, pipeline construction ended. For decades. No. The, okay. The hold on, hold on, Frank. I'm just trying to. I'm going by the logic here. So if they've been doing this for decades, then why are they opening up a pipe? Like what? W so you're saying they wanted to use that to replace trains? They wouldn't have done it concurrent with trains. No, they would have still used the trains, I'm sure. Well, so this would have added production. This would have added the ways to get it into the United States. And, of course, a cleaner way. What I'm trying to say is that I don't know that they can increase production, per se, because as far as I know, the oil sands are running full out already. So I don't know mm -hmm. if they have more capacity. Maybe they could possibly pick it up a notch, but they only have so much ability to, to make the oil that they do uh, over there. And, and the way that they transport it is not uh, a curtailment in any way. So that, that's how okay. the, the oil from the oil sands, which is a major thing that supplies us in this country, uh, have been coming on tanker cars all along. So, so Biden didn't kill any production that way. Uh, there was nothing that was changed. All right. Thank you for the call, Frank. I, you know, I guess that's one way to look at it, but it's not the way I look at it. It's definitely a different way. Here's the number, 716-803-0930. I was told something very exciting is going to be happening. And like I mentioned before, I'm not a fancy guy. Uh, I'm your salt of the earth type of guy. I get excited over some of those little indulgences in life. When I was a kid, there was something that would happen always around Halloween. It wasn't the collecting of candy that got me excited. It was that McDonald's would give you a Happy Meal in the form of a bucket. And then you would be able to take that bucket with you out on Halloween night. It was one of the best traditions of my childhood. I remember playing with the buckets for years after Halloween. I remember them around my grandma's house, sitting there waiting for something to be put into it, using it to scoop something in there, hold something, take it out to the sandbox, whatever it was. But that McDonald's Halloween bucket was a friend to me. As if I were talk to it, I always liked the orange one the best. I don't know why, the one that looked like it was a carved pumpkin, but they had the ghost they had the Frankenstein-looking one. I think there was like three different ones. And you would open it up. Your food would be in this plastic bucket. Oh, what a delight that was. And then I don't know what year they stopped doing that. But it had to have been somewhere in the 90s because I haven't seen these buckets in forever. Except now they are reporting that McDonald's may bring back 
the Halloween Happy Meal buckets. It made me so happy to see that. I, I thought about all those moments when I was younger that I might be able to now share with my kids. The things that they just don't understand. For example, when I was younger, if you couldn't get a Nintendo game to work, you had to blow on it. And some reason that worked, even though all the experts said you're probably actually hurting the cartridge by doing that because you're getting some spit on it and that could help corrode the cartridge. I never listened to those people. It was just if you blew on the cartridge, it would work. My kids will never understand that. Going into a movie rental store and just seeing the rows of VHS tapes to choose from, and it's endless, but you knew that at some point over the weekend, you're watching a movie. That was an amazing feeling, something my kids will never be able to understand. At least this one thing we'll be able to connect on. I'll be able to take them to McDonald's. They'll get their Happy Meal in a bucket, and then they'll be able to take that bucket out and collect candy on Halloween night. I really hope this is going to come true because all the rumors are there. McDonald's hasn't officially came out and said this was going to happen, but the rumors are that this is actually going to be the year it comes back. I, I really, I don't remember the last time I've been that excited over a promotional item from a fast food restaurant, and there's been an awful lot of them out there. Here's the phone number if you want to call in, 716-803-0930, 716-803-0930. I have a whole, whole stack of... Uh, topics I never really had a chance to talk about here. So I'm just going to keep going through them here until someone wants to interact. You see Stevie Nicks came out with a new song. It's Well, it's not a new song. She calls it her song, but it's actually a remake. You remember the old Buffalo Springfield for what it's worth? There's something happening here. You know, they use it in pretty much every like Vietnam movie. That and the CCR, it ain't me. Those are like the two songs they use in all the Vietnam War movies. But the Buffalo Springfield, very popular classic rock song, Stevie Nicks remade it. It was just released. First, I was mentioning this to our producer, Josh. And Josh said, I didn't even know Stevie Nicks was still alive. First thing he said. I thought, how dare you? But number two, I had to look it up to make sure she was. But I didn't realize she was actually still making music. Did you know Stevie Nicks is still creating? I had no idea. Are you curious what this sounds like? Okay, I'm going to play you the song. I want you to tell me if you think this is a good or bad remake of what it's worth, for what it's worth, uh, the remake that just came out. So this is Stevie Nicks, her rendition of Buffalo Springfield's For What It's Worth. As a remake, it's average, I think. Like it, there's, there's no spin to this. Like, normally when you do a remake, you try to reimagine it in a certain way to make it a little bit new. But this is like a karaoke version of it. And Stevie Nicks is a world-class musician. You think that she'd be able to do something a little bit different? I don't know. You like it? Getting so much All right, you tell me. Is this a good song? Is it a good remake? Do you like it? Stevie Nicks, does she still got it? Text in. Let me know. 716-803-0930. 716-803-0930.
I'll start to uh, write down your answers, and I'll bring it to you after the news here. We'll decide if we're keeping this song or dumping it. I'm Ryan Recker, filling in on WBEN. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There it is. Listen to this. Let's play this out if we could. All right, Buffalo Springfield. There's something happening here. But what it is ain't exactly clear. There's a man with a gun over there. In the 70s. And it's, I guess, universally on every single classic rock radio station in the entire world. I don't know any radio station that plays classic music, classic rock, that doesn't have that in the rotation. So just recently, Stevie Nicks, this week, I think today was the day she released the full version of the song. She decided to do her own version of it. Let's take a look at what you think. So she's trying to make it more country. Is it a little more twangy? Something happening here. But it is ain't exactly clear. There's a man with a gun over there. Telling me I got to beware. So if this were American Idol, this is what they would say. You sound exactly like it. You need to put your own spin on it. Stevie Nicks, you're better than this. All right, here, here's what the text messages say, and I'll let you decide for yourself. If you want to text in, you can. 716-803-0930. Here's what the texters say. That was torture. She should be embarrassed. Uh, Joan from Wheatfield said, hope you fill in more often. Oh, thank you, Joan. And one said, sounds great. Not my favorite songs, but she does a great job. All right, more people dislike it than like it. What I like the most is our producer, Josh, said, wow, I thought Stevie Nicks died 20 years ago. I didn't say 20 years ago. Okay, you said she thought you thought she was dead, right? Well, okay, that wasn't my initial reaction, but I didn't know what she had been doing. I let alone didn't know she was making music, st- or well, I guess not making music, I, but recording. I wrote down. I wrote down your quote. It said, "quote That's pretty good for a dead person." End quote. <laughs> Josh, producer, I, I wrote it down very specific. I think we're gonna have to debate this one. <laughs> <laughs> quote. 
I hope she gives up on her hopes and dreams because it is obviously dead. And <laughs> Josh, the producer, Josh, I mean, you were really brutal on poor Stevie Nicks here. She's just trying to put out a remake. Jeez, <laughs> man. I only, I don't even want to know what you say about this show when I'm not around filling in. You're like, oh boy, that Ryan guy. Oh, that is bad. See, you're not laughing because that's true. <laughs> oh no, am I in trouble? You got me. You got me. Two truths, oh, two truths okay. and a lie. <laughs> All right, so here's the phone number, a 716-803-0930. There's a story that was reported in Buffalo. A couple were talking about just a horrific moment. WKBW reports it. And the moment is, I saw the video. And it's part of the TV presentation of it. Guy gets out of the car. He leaves his wife and child inside the car. He notices, I think, his grandmother was struggling to open up a gate. It looked like one of those tall, plastic PVC-style privacy fences you know what i'm talking about and she couldn't get it open so he hops out real quick in the moment i mean we're talking like a matter of 10 15 seconds while he's hopping out another car pulls up into the intersection stops a dude jumps out the passenger side and tries to carjack his vehicle now keep in mind his wife and daughter were inside this vehicle my goodness Asked me to hide their identity, say, while the husband got out, within seconds, the unthinkable happened. The moment I was almost about to close the gate, I looked behind, I see a guy wearing a red shirt and a red hat and, like, white shoes, I think, just running towards my car and then just, you know, just getting the car and t trying to take off. Without hesitation, he ran after the car and began hanging on the driver's side window. So this is like an action star. We're talking Bruce Willis style except he gets more beat up than they do in the action films. So he's holding on. He knows his wife and child are inside this vehicle that's being carjacked. Here's what they always tell you about a vehicle. If you are out of the vehicle, turn the vehicle off. But I'm going to just admit this, and I'm guessing a lot of people listening right now have admitted this. If you get out of the car and there's another adult inside the car, how many of you think... That is a situation where someone could jump in and try to carjack it. Now, I'm not going to leave the car unlocked. Like, if, if I get out and I'm going to be out for a while and my wife and kids are in the car, they'll lock the door when I leave just because that's what you do. You lock the door. But if it's hot out, you want to leave the car running so they have the AC. And if it's cold out, you want to get the heat running. So I'll leave the lock, and then they'll unlock it when I come back with the bag of whatever I needed inside of that grocery store you know, CBS, Walgreens, if I just had to run in for something. But never in a million years that I think someone would be crazy enough to carjack a vehicle with adults and children inside of it. Now, this guy hops in. Maybe he didn't understand it at the time, but he had to have been able to at least see through the windshield or as he was getting into the vehicle that there was someone inside, right? He had to have been able to see that. And then he keeps driving with them inside as hostages. Which was open while holding on to the suspect's collar. I, I didn't know what to do, and then I was dragged almost almost a block, and he drove like crazy. My baby and my wife were yelling, you know, like crying inside the car. You know, like, I don't know what, I'm so helpless. And then at a point, I just couldn't take it anymore because I was, it was, the pain was excruciating, and, uh, you know, I just let go. Terrified, he watched as the car thief continued to drive down Shirley Avenue toward Bailey Avenue, thinking he would yeah. never see them again, while blood dripped from his arms and legs, from being dragged by the car. All right, they're showing him. He's got bandages all over the place. Pretty much everything that bends has got a bandage on it. Elbows, knees, wrists, all that stuff. So he was in pretty bad shape. But we're talking about your wife and kids. Wife and kids. 
and you're at your own home, like he's in front of his house or something, uh, you know, at least a residential area. It's not like a gas station where some people do that. And, you know, there's people sitting there waiting for you to leave with your keys in the ignition while you go inside. Wow. Uh, just scary. He was in buckle. So all I did, I put my legs on the driver's seat and then holding, trying to hold my baby and screaming, please, please. I have my baby. I have my baby. Uh, let me out. Let me go. You take the car. The car thief dropped off the mother off LaSalle Avenue. Community leader Maruf Ahmed says safety has been a big concern in the community and fears this will deter people from staying in Buffalo. I would love well, no kidding. So uh, what, what kind of issues you got here right now? Oh, yeah, you might leave your wife and kids in the car and someone might hop in and carjack the car with your family inside of it. So you know, as you hear, here's how the story resolved itself. Eventually, the woman and the son were able to get out of the vehicle. And she was pleading with just let us drop us off, let us go and take the car. Well, that's exactly what ended up happening. I was thinking about how mad I was on behalf of this guy. I mean, even thinking about it in that situation, what he went through, I can't even imagine if it was me. But on his behalf, I was so mad. I kept thinking to myself, if they catch this person, what kind of punishment should you give them? Unfortunately, when you have wild, rogue, these sort of prosecutors that allow criminals like this, they look at them as low level and just cycle them back onto the street. Oh, no harm, no foul, right? Oh, I guess uh, no one was killed. So uh, when that sort of thing happens, and it, it makes me so frustrated, I think, man, I, I think the law should state, and maybe I should reach out to the legislators there. The law should state that the man that was dragged by this vehicle and the person that stole the car and took their family hostage, he should be allowed to beat that person with a crowbar for no less than 30 seconds to make up for the damage that he caused them. Crowbar for no less than 30 seconds. Okay, maybe the crowbar is a little bit much. What about one of those baseball bats with the razor wire on the end that they used on The Walking Dead? How about 20 seconds with the baseball bat razor wire? Or you pick. Uh, dealer's choice. Uh, no, you got to have something rough on the end. I mean, this guy shouldn't be able to get... That's how I feel about this. Like, this guy should face serious consequences. And I have no reservation to how severe the punishment should be for a person like this. I'm looking at all these text messages coming in. One person said, I sing bad and I should feel bad. You don't like my singing? My Buffalo Springfield singing? Oh, come on. It's the best. Uh, one said, uh, the heck was leaving it running at a gas station unattended. There's people doing this in broad daylight in the middle of an intersection. Yeah, the middle of a residential area. One person said, it's great. Oh, they love the Stevie Nicks song. One person said, hey, Ryan, great job. Stevie Nicks remake is beyond awful. Absolutely terrible. Uh, another person said, if you play that Stevie Nicks song one more time, I'm turning the channel and not coming back. <laughs> what if I just sing the Stevie Nicks song? Can I get away with doing that? Oh, I, I just feel terrible for this poor guy. At least he got his family and his kid back, and they were doing—at least they're safe. I mean, that's at least the bright side to this. But still, it makes me very upset. Like I said, it's the end of the week. I have a bunch of stories I'm trying to burn through. There's a restaurant—I'm just going to bring this up before we go to traffic. And tell me if you think this is a good idea. There's one restaurant out there that has done something very, very smart— and this restaurant decided 
that in the future, if you have noisy children, there's a penalty. We're going to charge you. And you know what? People are praising that restaurant owner. Few complaints after the noisy children rule was enacted inside of this restaurant. People are upset if you have got kids. Um, and they said, we'll charge you $10 if your kid's screaming because you're making the experience miserable for everyone else. The people that now eat there eat in peace. The parents who can't keep their kids from screaming probably don't go there. But I will tell you this as a parent with young kids, it's you can't avoid it. Kids are going to be loud. Kids are going to scream at a certain age. And as I'm doing this radio show, I don't know if you can hear it, but I can hear my daughter every once in a while making a scream upstairs. It's just what happens. So obviously you're not going to go to that restaurant, but I guess in some ways this restaurant doesn't want to let it be known that they aren't sympathetic to those that just want a peaceful meal. It made me wonder if you have any weird rules in your house. So if this restaurant charges you $10 if your kid's screaming and there's a $10 surcharge for that sort of thing, you ever gone to a person's house and they had weird rules? Like you went there and they're like, oh, that's that's strange. Does everyone do that? Or am I the only one to do that? What's a weird rule? Seriously. I mean, and, and maybe your house, you have weird rules. Here's my one rule in my house. I'm only allowed to use the good coffee mug. If I'm drinking, I have this one Henry Ford Museum coffee mug. It feels good. It's a thick coffee mug. It's heavy. I like the way it, my hand could just go right inside the little grip. It's perfect. If someone else is in my house and they use that coffee mug, I'm taking it out of their hands. I'm dumping their coffee. I'm saying, you get a different mug. This is my mug. You know, some people, too, if you're trying to sit in someone else's lazy boy in their home, that's a big no-no because you know the husband has the one spot in the house that's only his, and that's the lazy boy. You stay away from that thing. Those are some, I think, common rules in certain houses. Do you have any rules in your house that people have to follow? Weird ones like that Singapore restaurant? Uh, 716-803-0930 is the number. Let's take a quick break for traffic. Alan Harris is in the WBEN Traffic Command Center. Hello, Alan. You leave my guy, Josh, alone. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I got to tell you, Josh, Alan's got your back. I mean, he really has your back. Isn't that nice to know you have an ally in traffic with, uh, with, with the situation at the traffic command center? They got you, Josh. It's, uh, it's very comforting to know. Do you go to bed at night knowing at least he's got my back? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's much easier sleeping at night. I would think so. You know, if I was you, I would also sleep better at night knowing it. Uh, here's the phone number. Only got a couple minutes before we say goodbye for the weekend. 716 803 0930. I might as well mention this too. So I do a podcast with my wife and we just launched it. The podcast is called The Hold List and my wife reads a lot of books so we review books. I don't read the books my wife does. And it one thing, if, if you uh, listen to it, you'll probably feel bad for my wife that she's married to me, number one. But number two, you'll also look at her as a saint. She, she'll be a saint in your eyes to have to put up with me. Because if you've listened to me for the past four hours and laughed and cried and got angry or got happy or whatever, think of all those emotions, but all the time. So if you want to give that a listen, I would appreciate it. If you got a podcasting app, you can find it on there. But, you know, I post on social media, too, over the weekend if you want to send me a message. And, you know, obviously, since I just fill in here on WBEN, I don't get to check the messages. So if you ever wanted to reach me, I'm on social media. Just give a quick search for Ryan Recker, and you'll be able to find it that way. Uh, going back to the one story about 
few customer complaints on the noisy children once they're out of it. There's places I've been to, houses that I've always wondered why they've got certain rules. Can I tell you the number one rule that I abide by if they enforce it or not? When I go into a house, I want to take my shoes off. When I got my own home, it became the automatic rule. Hey, can you take your shoes off? I know every house is different, and some people get offended when you tell them to take shoes off, but I don't want you tracking in whatever you stepped in outside. Those are the same shoes you took to a public restroom. The rubber on the bottom of your shoes touched probably bodily fluids, and you're going to step through my carpeting with that? Get it off. Take your shoes off. So when I go into someone else's house, I automatically take my shoes off, and they'll sometimes say, oh, you don't need to do that. And I'll say, yes, I do. I do need to do that. Plus, it's more comfortable. I mean, who prefers to keep shoes on when they don't have to, honestly? Taking the shoes off at the end of the day is one of the great, great luxuries that you have after you get to go home. And if you had to work from home during the pandemic, you probably realize that life is a lot better when you don't have to wear shoes all the time. You can walk around barefoot. You go back and you think about all those different hippies that walked around outside with the dirty brown feet and you're like, <laughs> maybe it wasn't all that bad um so i i gotta tell you there's there's all kinds of different rules that people follow and sometimes i just preemptively use it even if i'm not the ones being asked to do it uh, let's see if i got any other stories i didn't get a chance to talk about i was burning through so many of these different ones um, here's a story of what's going on in Russia right now. They are looking at Google trends, what people are searching in Google. In the United States, there could be all kinds of different trends that people use and abuse. In Russia right now, there are so many men afraid that they're going to be called up to fight a war in Ukraine. And so many people in Russia are done with this. They don't side with the way their government is siding with this right now. They definitely don't want to see their country in war and get cut off from the rest of the world. How to break your arm is a search term in Russia right now that most men are looking up because they want to get out of being drafted to go fight in Ukraine. Isn't that something? Very unique. All right. Let that be your water cooler uh, moment for the week. I'm Ryan Recker. Enjoy your weekend. We'll see you again soon. It's WBEN. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.